Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. A little warmer than I'd like. A little worn out, Jordan. Yeah? You exhausted? I'm exhausted. I went for a walk. Aw, you been fucking all day, buddy? I've been fucking all day. I'm all fucked all day, out. Buddy? I am all fucked out. Little guy all tuckered out. I know. <laughs> well, hey, we'll put and you in your jammies. Don't don't get me started on the chafing, Jordan. Oh, boy. I'm exhausted, but also the chafing. <laughs> sure. I've been, well, it's because you've been fucking steel wool. I've slathered myself in unguents and balms. Mm. Just, you know. I, uh, there's, uh, I, I've been having a little problem with uh, sweaty crotch this summer. <laughs> okay. And uh, I went to the store to get some gold bond. Uh, they did not have Gold Bond, but now, they— for listeners who don't know, that's a brand of medicated powder. Sure. Uh, also nice to throw in your shoes if you've been walking around with no socks on. Sure. Uh, they did not have Gold Bond. They had a product called Monkey Butt. And okay. Monkey Butt has a cartoon baboon on it with right. a big red butt, and he's pointing to it. Right. Uh, and I'm like, oh, God, this is, the, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to purchase. Uh, but I bought it. Fucking monkey butt works like a charm. Really? This is the freshest my crotch has been in years. Years? Years. Since, since prepubescence? Oh, pubes? <laughs> yeah, easily. Is that what we're talking about? This since is the was... freshest post-pube crotch I have had. Wow. Monkey butt. What is the... Hold on! Sorry. Our guest on the program... <laughs> <laughs> Our guest on the program from the new already smash hit Nerdist podcast, Terrified, is Mr. Dave Ross. Hi, Dave. Hello. Thank you for having me. Dave, it's a delight have... to have you. Dave, do you have any input about this? I'm have... interested to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I have so much input. First of all, just right from the beginning, you guys are just you guys are just winning the hearts and minds of all the kids with your <laughs> your goal. We know bond. what the kids like. We know what the kids like to hear. We're 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 reaching out for that tween audience. Uh, my crotch is uh, oh, oh and my, I got a powder my crotch. And my hip. <laughs> anyway. Why does music gotta be so loud? Anyway. I remember when we used to listen to Andy Kirk and his twelve clouds of joy. Subject number four, Demi Lovato. <laughs> Who is that and why does she have to dress so trampy? Um I wanna make a comment on that uh uh-huh. point. So mm-hmm. I took my stereo in for repair. Okay. That already I don't know what you mean. Okay. I have a <laughs> stereo receiver. Okay. Uh, what? And one of the channels was out. So mm-hmm. I had to take it to the electronic repair store. Jesus Christ. Uh, and Dave, Dave, I don't need this kind of back talk. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to share a fun anecdote uh, with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. So I have been... Number one. Well, hold on. Do we finish up about my crotch? Does anyone have any questions about that? <laughs> I do about have a question still, that, that I, I think, bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. We can circle back. We can circle back. Yeah. So I go to the electronics repair store in my neighborhood. I'm the grateful. The scent is medicated. That's the scent. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I know that's what you were going to ask. I'm grateful that there is an electronics report, r- mm-hmm. repair store in my neighborhood. It's on a strip that is fast gentrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned. I hope he has a long-term lease. Yeah. Because I may need electronics repair in the future. In I your- am blown away that there is one around here that isn't just a Best Buy or something. It, well, there's no repairs at a Best Buy. Really? They have like the Geek Squad. Well, yeah, what about or the Geek Squad? Yeah, you can do- <laughs> they can repair a hi fi, right? The guys <laughs> I the, think uh, they still know. Yeah. The uh, Geek Squad, all the Geek Squad will do is connect your surround sound speakers or, 
Or like get a virus off your computer. Yeah. That's um, what the Geek Squad might, does. They might know that you need a splitter or – Yeah, that's true. They could find a splitter for you. How I long think. in your estimation till the electronic store becomes a cupcake store? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Six months? <laughs> So how I, long before you can get a cronut there? <laughs> I, oh, a cronut. Uh, let's not talk about cronuts. Okay. So much cronuts in my life. I um. So I went to the electronics repair store. I drop it off. Everything. Dave, you should have brought enough cronuts for everyone. I don't. I don't like you eating it right in front of us. I did, but I. I that's why I was late. I was eating ah, my cronuts. Okay. I'm, sure. I'm sorry. Well, now I'm sorry. You twice. reek of them. You <laughs> reek of them. I should I should mention here that the electronics repair store guy at the electronics mm-hmm. repair store, which is exactly like if you imagine that they did a segment on even those would be if they did a documentary segment on Sesame Street about an electronics repair store, mm-hmm. but there happened to be more flat screen TVs. That's what it looks like. It's just piles of open electronic stuff. Sure. Cases with nothing in them, very poorly lit by fluorescent bulbs. Um, and I I went in there. He, he also left me a message where he said, uh, we open at 930 if you want to come in tomorrow. Uh, but but we I usually get in around 10. So you might want to come after that. You know, that's so funny. It's it's there PM? are. Yeah. You're talking PM? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> he gets there at 10 p.m. <laughs> so Stays I... till 2 in the morning. He's on speed the whole time. So it's like, it's so funny. There's these, there's these places that, like, these local places that do, like, that it is so sad when they get, uh, you know, gentrified out or bought yeah. out or whatever. Uh, it, it, they always have the weirdest business practices. I think yes. that like those places, like you would love to patronize more, but they're just so weird. And the people who well, I think that there's like uh, when you're uh, with stores like Target and Best Buy and stuff like that, yeah. like they're they're just faced with one of two options. They either have to go incredibly specific or sort of broaden their horizons, and either way, they're fucked. You yeah. know, if you're an electronics repair store, they're like, nah, we're also going to sell We also sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or they're like, no, now it's... we only fix Sanyo or whatever. <laughs> Sanyo only. <laughs> so uh, this man is ethnically indeterminate. Mm-hmm. And I say that so because he, is a, he could be a swarthy white man. Mm. He could be... You can just say swipe man. <laughs> he could... <laughs> I really... I genuinely can't – even having seen his name on his business card, which he gave me, mm-hmm. I could not guess at his ethnicity. And it's been bothering me. So he's like every landlord I've ever had. Yes. He's clearly from a foreign country. I mean it's going to be something that you didn't think of like a part of the Ukraine. <laughs> Some, sure. Something Eastern Bloc. Like a Mediterranean part of the Ukraine. <laughs> right. Or, or the Azerbaijan Indian mission in Azer- Madagascar. Yeah, or Azerbaijan. <laughs> or so, and usually in Los Angeles. When I am I, from Disputed Zone. <laughs> when, <What>? I, <laughs> when I have that <laughs> reaction that? to me. Where is your someone, accent from? I try, I, I usually run a check in my head is this person Armenian? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of Armenian Americans in Los Angeles, which there aren't in San Francisco where I grew up. Uh-huh. And so it's just not one of the choices in San Francisco. But it's a significant portion of your, you know, people with, you know, <laughs> with heavy immigrant accents that are a little bit difficult to place. 
And you that's know what funny. I mean? So now you're trained to consider: is everyone Armenian? Yes. At this point, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> if if I'm not sure, I'm going to guess that they're Armenian. But this guy, I don't think he's Armenian, and so I just mentioned that because he speaks in this accent that is like it has the sort of hardness of an Eastern European uh, accent. But that's all I can offer you. So when I speak in that voice, it's it's all I can give you. Mm-hmm. We can play his voicemail later. Uh, we'll play his voicemail and oh, man, we'll yeah. get to know it. But he's he fixes the receiver for me. It's great. $100 later, my receiver's fixed. The left channels, he got some parts. He put them in, et cetera, et cetera. I was very mm-hmm. grateful to him. Sure. And he invites me back into the store. He says, hmm. you, you put money in meter. And I'm like, yes. And he says, you come back, I connect, you take a listen. I'm like, he says, it's very fine unit. And I'm like, okay, excellent. This sounds great. I get to go into this guy's inner sanctum. <laughs> and see his very fine unit. <laughs> and so, <laughs> oh he, this guy is really intense. He looks sort of like, for one thing, he's sort of, he's a little smallish, but a little muscly. And he's maybe in his late 50s, but he's pretty weathered like a guy who smokes a lot. And he has a sort of faded tattoo that looks like it could be from the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Looks like it could be the Marine Corps insignia that's pretty big that's on his lower arm underneath his uh, arm hair. It is a really – this guy is a really as intense guy. And so he invites me back into his inner sanctum. I go back into his inner sanctum. He hooks it up, turns it on, sounds great. He's got it on FM radio. It's getting great reception, too. So he's, he's scanning the stations. He's telling me, you know, before it had a hard time getting past 89 on the dial, and he cleaned it up, and now it's moving smoothly. Uh-huh. And he lands on a station that's playing the Daft Punk song, Get Lucky. Uh-huh. And you know, I wrote to this song. <laughs> <laughs> he says, <laughs> they give me no royalty. <laughs> and I wrote it 40 years ago. <laughs> he says, get lucky, get lucky. And I'm like, what, what is this? So I'm not sure where this is going at all. Yeah. I can't tell I what tone he's saying this in. <laughs> I can't tell if he thinks it's funny mm-hmm. that it's called Get Lucky and that's a clever double entendre. Mm-hmm. Or I think that he hates this song. He hates the phrase Get Lucky. Mm-hmm. And then he says... Because he thinks the song of the summer is Blurred Lines. Yeah. And he's mad. Which, exactly. by the way, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, ethnically vague tattoo guy. So then the man says to me... Then the man says to me, he says... Uh, he says, these songs, get lucky, do this, do that, fuck, fuck, fuck. We all do it. We don't talk about it. <laughs> and I'm thinking So he head, thinks the Daft Punk are tacky for writing a song about sex. I'm thinking, you seem to be talking about it, sir. <laughs> and he says, I think all these young boys, they write these songs. We round them up. <laughs> these young boys, oh, you mean no. these 50-year-old French guys? <laughs> we, ra- we round them up. We kill them all. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my what? God. What? And, he- and again... His song should not be about sex, should be about uh, ball games, science, what a dog does when no one is looking. Song should not be about sex. He's saying this in this voice that he could be joking, maybe, but he's definitely not laughing. And then he says, he says, and this was a very important moment for me because it gave me an important clue. He said, 
I'm from Europe. Uh, okay. And I'm oh like, okay. Okay, good, good, awesome. <laughs> I'm like, what are some, what are some, you're, in, you're, you're not Fidel Castro. <laughs> I We've really, ruled out Aborigine. <laughs> I sincerely had not ruled out Latino until he said he was European. I was like, maybe he's an Argentine or something. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so he says, what may, do you think maybe. Maybe he does know more about Daft Punk than you think. Maybe he's just racist against robots. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that these are actually robots mm. and that they have out of control libidos. To be They're fair, looking to fuck our human women. If he's racist, it's probably against Pharrell and Nile Rodgers, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Right, yeah. So the guy, then he says, he says, I'm from Europe. When I lived in France for two years, <laughs> they make a law. Can show anything on TV, but must be after midnight. That's when children are always asleep. <laughs> so does he like this? Is he, he against this? He, he says, pro President then, Francois Mitterrand. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, this is way more than I'm prepared to process. I just came to pick up my car stereo. My so he, home wants, stereo he system. wants to round up anyone who writes a song about sex and kill them and kill them. That's such a big job. That's what most songs are well, about. I, you would I have know. to before you kill them, put them in camps. I think. Oh, that's true. Would yeah, there would have to be an internment process. Yes, maybe yes. like put Some them sort of to work, concentrate them together into sure. a camp. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're talking about songs that include sort of allusions to having sex sure, rather than sure. directly saying sex. Well, because then. Like you're the going Daft back Punk song, years. get lucky. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, like what about like you know classics like like Rocksteady is a good is a good example sure. of a song that's not overtly about sex, but you know we're going to rock subtext. around the clock. Tonight. Get up for sure. the get up for the downstroke. Sure, for yeah. instance, exactly. So yeah, the this... Carmina Burana, <laughs> the Song of Solomon from the Bible. Oh sure, yeah, right. Does he is? Do you think his philosophy extends to that or? Also, this guy fixes old stereos, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he love Daft Punk? Oh, I mean, you, you know? Sure. I feel like there's no way he's not one of the two people in Daft Punk. I think you're <laughs> you're picturing a guy who fixes old stereos possibly in like uh Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yeah. And he has a handlebar mustache and he sort of glows. and suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh this guy did have a mustache, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but like a serious one. But it was a it was a mustache that he's been that has been his signature mustache for 40 years. Okay. So, Since yeah. he was 12. Like he's mostly mustache. But then he's like, I am getting into a fixed gear bike and doing my own canning. I am making own preserves at home. My wife, she plays ukulele. You won't believe what I get in my farm share. <laughs> my wife plays ukulele in all all female ukulele black flag cover band. Yeah. yeah. So I really – it's – I am really grateful to him for – oh, the other thing is, is when I went in <laughs> – this, this shit is like an onion. Okay. When I went inside to pick it up, mm-hmm. he's got a bell hooked up to the front door that goes ding, dong, ding, you know, just like a regular electronic bell. Okay, not a man saying ding, dong, ding. <laughs> No, it's a man. Oh, okay. Right. Some, I mean, it's, the electricity stimulates the man, and the man knows what to do. <laughs> it electrocutes oh, the man. The I man see. receives a small ding, shock. Ding, dong, ding. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Um, it, it. 
and so uh, that sound plays in as he enters the mm-hmm. room. In the back room where he sits and does his repairs is literally the loudest <laughs> sound, like a fucking nuclear submarine warning mm-hmm. sound in the back, like louder in the front than the noise in the front is. So, I mean, I think this – with these places, uh, I always – you know, my my go-to explanation is always like this is a front for something. This is a tax shelter. This is a money laundering thing. How does this place stay open? I right. think that maybe he does – you know, he is running the bills through that bill sorter back there and the loud thing is just to make sure he doesn't get raided. That's and my – That's a really interesting – so you think he may be making <laughs> illegal modifications to people's flat screen TVs? I think so, yes. He's putting in – maybe he's installing uh, things to depixelate the Playboy channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so dads can watch Spice TV. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Spice. Here's oh the my thing. God. Here's the thing. As, as much as this man threatened to murder all of my fa- – let's be honest, all of my favorite musical artists, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I trust him. I like this man. I like that. The, I like that he trusted me. Mm-hmm. I like that he fixed my stereo. Well, that's the big one—that he fixed your stereo. You know, he did it. He fucking did me a solid. I can't believe that anyone knows how to do that. Still, it's a, and- the kind of shit that I really value having in my life. It's the kind of shit that's being replaced on the street that he's on by vintage clothing stores, <laughs> almost exclusively yeah. vintage clothing stores. And so, I really, I'm all for this guy. And when he fixed, <laughs> except for his genocidal tendencies, <laughs> except for the fact that he may or may not be willing to, you know what? Let's take a quick break. When okay. we come back, we'll take a listen to his voicemail, and you guys can tell me if you have a guess as to what nation he comes okay. from. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> Hi, this is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a new show about being a mom. After you have the baby, how long does it take before you feel like your old self? Will you ever get to be sick again and lose yourself overnight in a NyQuil fog? Will you ever again sit on a toilet alone? Join us every week to find out. And remember, you don't have to leave your baby on a checkout conveyor belt to be one bad mother. Subscribe for free on iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. <clears throat> hey, Dave Ross, guest. There you go. You can come Podcast up with a, you can come up with a nickname if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Think about it. Sure. We'll, yeah. Next break. You got time? We got to listen to this voicemail right now. Right. People have been on pins and needles. Yeah. For the last <laughs> five <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming the audience's break is as long as ours. Okay, Brian, play play the voicemail, and we're just we're open opinions. Hello, Jesse. This is Gary from American TV Service calling. You have a AF, uh, AM FM stereo amplifier, the Colibre. It is done. Uh, right now it's uh, <clears throat> 5.25. I'm here till 7 o'clock. When you get the message, if you want to get back to me, or otherwise uh, we also open Saturday. 
from 9.30 till uh, 7, but usually I come around 10 o'clock, so whichever time. Otherwise, Monday, any time is good for you, you can come and pick it up. I'm enjoying the sound of it. Pretty cool unit. Okay, uh, enjoy the weekend if I don't see you. See you later. Bye-bye. You know, he had a that, bit prepared. You know what yeah. that music sounded like in a haunted house movie when someone opens a music box yes. that has a little ballerina inside? It sounds beautiful. <laughs> yes. When the music stops, I see my dead wife. She scream at me because I did not save her from fire. Who are you, Gary? Um, what is your kind story? Of, kind of makes me think it is a front because the name of the company is American TV Service. <laughs> American. American TV service, not fake. I am not criminal. That's what the sign says. Yeah, totally. Uh, Even though I feel like our impression of him has been accurate, there's no way we're getting out of this episode without being called racist. No, no, no. We are racist. We We are racist. racist. That's true. We are racist. I support that guy. Let's be clear. Sure. I want to know what – I just want to know who he is, but I feel like it would be rude to ask him. Yeah. And also, I'm worried that it involves a a – a sad story about a war that I'm not familiar with. Oh, sure, yeah. In a, anyway. The hey, Thirty Years' War? That, that, yeah, that's the one. He was in the Thirty <laughs> Years' The French years and Indian War. war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking- well, he's like Eastern European, right? I mean, that's what it seems like to me. He's like Hungarian or, you know, yeah, Yugoslavian in some way. In, uh, in the zone of this type of guy... Uh, I have had to talk to a lot of these characters recently because I recently moved uh, and uh, have had to deal with exclusively this type of guy who uh, indeterminate indeterminate accent and maybe says something questionably violent to you in passing. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, they um, – you're they, talking about apartment owners. I am talking about apartment owners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about apartments, or maybe it's just the <laughs> like financial level that I'm at. It's like the level of apartment that I've been looking at that attracts these guys. Jesse, tell me about shopping for a house. Do you like? There's the stereotype of the weird landlord. Do you have to deal with that type of guy when buying a house? My, well, uh, well, when you're buying a house, you're dealing with real estate agents. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole other operation. I mean, there are a broad variety of weird kinds of real estate agents. Sure. But I know that when we rented, our, we lived in a house that we rented, and the guy who was uh, the owner of that house mm-hmm. who we were renting from, he was the kind of guy uh, who had enormous hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, strangling hands. He had just strangling big strangling hands. Big, enormous strangling hands, and went to the univ- was a, got a lot of things in the mail addressed to him about University of Texas Longhorns football. <laughs> and uh-huh. so he was, he's. I his work was something related to real estate development, um, and he was he was a real Willie Loman type. Mm. I would say just a huge man with huge hands. I don't know who Willie Loman is. Uh, the main character from Death of a Salesman. Oh, okay. Um, classic, classic. Uh, the the uh, crushed by the American dream. Sure. Yeah. I now he wasn't as sad. He was. He was. He at least put on a front of not being as sad as Willie Loman. Mm-hmm. But actually, having Between met, Willie Loman and Jack Lemmon's character from Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Yeah, having met his sort of weirdly sad-seeming uh, Europe, blonde European wife, mm-hmm. 
Or maybe he was a sad man. He definitely got weirdly aggro with us several times. This was your real estate agent? This was the no, this is the person we rented our house from oh, when okay. we were renting a house. Okay. But I got to tell you, I mean the landlord of uh, my previous two apartments, um one in Silver Lake was the people who lived uh above us. Uh very nice sort of 60-ish Korean couple whose kids would come and stay sometimes. They went to UCLA. Super nice. Fucking great landlords. Really super nice. And our um, our apartment building in Koreatown, when we lived in Koreatown, was great too. We, uh, I mean, the tenants were a mixed bag, as has been discussed on this program. <laughs> sure. There was some weird shady shit going on in the building, but uh, the apartment manager was a real good guy. Hmm. Yeah, the the one of the weirder things that happened to me while I was looking was this this guy you know I'd kind of just been calling random places like I you know got a subscription to uh, West Side Rentals which is this apartment rentals website and I you know was just looking on Craigslist and like looking at every possible way oh I think it's the reason I had to move is that my apartment building was bought by a property management company and then we all got notices saying you have five months to move out so this was kind of a forced move out situation um it was yeah i mean i I think uh, again has been discussed on my on the program but uh yeah my other landlords were shady dudes um definitely definitely white guys but uh, so ethnicity (laughs) determined but like i'm like acidy deadheads uh, oh, really? Like post-deadheads. Yeah, like guys who, you know, whose brains Look, were a little shady fried. landlord knows no color. I, yeah, Right, absolutely. It, absolutely. it happens. I, when you were saying shady, I would not have pictured deadheads, though. That's really funny. Yeah, and you hey, know, that's, that's a guess. So I, guess, I guess the archetypal story about them is this guy's dad would come over and fix the problems that we had. Like if there was a problem, his dad would come over and fix it, who was this kind of weird Probably old guy. Probably in his whole life, yeah. And uh, there was something where my refrigerator broke. And I called it, I called the, the my landlord and mm-hmm. it said like, uh, my, my refrigerator's broken. And he called back and said, uh, yeah, I don't think my dad can come out and fix it because he had a fishing opportunity this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> fishing opportunity! <laughs> You don't want to let those fishing opportunities go by. Oh, can I God. say can I say a theory that I have? You may. About this situation. Mm-hmm. So, I think I was lucky enough in my two previous abodes mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I had one where we were renting from the people we shared the building with, and I think while that mm-hmm. has the potential to be very bad, often I think that will be good because you have a strong incentive to maintain a good relationship mm-hmm. and the person owns the property and lives there so they have a lot of incentive to take care of it. Right. Um, in the other situation, I lived in a pretty big apartment building. So I'm going to guess there was at least 30 units, maybe 40 units in this big- Very you know, fine units? 19, yes. <laughs> 1920s-style apartment mm-hmm. building, you know, 1920s-style, from the 1920s mm-hmm. apartment building. And I think that where you're getting into trouble, I've been to some of your apartments, mm-hmm. Jordan. I think part of the problem might be an eight-unit complex Sure, is a complex where they're not making so much money that someone can really be paid to be a professional. Sure. Yeah. But also- They have to have a lot of other jobs that involve- 
you yes. know tie dye t shirts. <laughs> right, yeah, sure. <laughs> selling uh selling bananas at the chill out tent. <laughs> electronics repair. Yeah, electronics repair. There's it, uh, running a Brazilian goods store. Sure, for instance. So you're you're often, I think, dealing with one of two things. Mm-hmm. In that size of building, you're dealing with somebody who just lives there and just gets free rent. Sure. Um, and doesn't get paid. Or B, you're living with someone who has made some bad choices in their life. <laughs> sure. But they made one good choice, and that is when they came into some money, they're like, I'm going to buy an apartment building. One building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they can't afford to make changes. Their only business dealings are questionable ones. Sure. But- they got that right. Right, right. that something breaks, it sucks for them. Right, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. Like my mom's, my mom's landlord mm-hmm. is this sort of now. I guess he he's probably fifty five years old, mm-hmm. uh, like old San Francisco Irish guy. His mom owns several buildings, and this guy just you can just see the failure written across this man's face. Yeah, it seems like maybe maybe a lot of landlords are the failed. Children of successful people who, like, you know, bombed yeah. out and it's burned like, out, and their parents get like, here, here I'll let you this, manage this building. This. Yeah. Sure. When yeah. Ricky Henderson got the millions, he bought apartment buildings in Oakland, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Ricky Henderson Jr. <laughs> is a real day, washout, <laughs> one is a real in, failure. Inherit those apartment buildings mm-hmm. and just sit outside of his apartment in a folding chair and creep out the women that live in sure. his apartment building. Oh, God. Dare to dream, you know? <laughs> so I was looking around, and this one guy I called. So I, I I called the place, leave a message. It's mostly voicemail boxes that are full. Right. Uh, uh-huh. A lot of full voicemail boxes from uh, attached to what I'm guessing are flip phones. Yes. Uh, it just has a flip phony sound sure. to it. Um, <laughs> so I called this one guy and, and left a message, and then, you know, two hours later I get a call back, and uh, – and it's this voice. It's he's calling. He's talking. He's like he, he's talking. <laughs> Hello, this, voice. this is Vincent Price. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. Jordan. I was gonna say. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but the little creepy guy from Casablanca. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Sure. This guy. Yes, Rick. You despise me. <laughs> like that weird voice. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he calls and he's like, Yes, would you call me back on your phone? Uh, I don't have a long distance plan. <laughs> so I'm like, sure. <laughs> So we hang up, and I call this guy, and he's like, yes, thank you for calling me back. I don't have a long-distance plan. I don't go in for those bells and whistles. Oh, my God. Who is this person? I don't know. Yeah, like, the, like how do you function? Like, I get, I feel like I get mad on TV when a character doesn't have a smartphone. Like, how does someone right. who lives in a big city and has a job, like, not – I well, especially if you're managing an apartment yeah. building. I, when, I, when we tried – we at one point when we got tired of – Having this, our neighbor whose dog pooped in the hallway mm-hmm. all the time, uh, we decided to move from our first apartment in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in this building in Koreatown. And we looked at lots of apartments and ended up moving into a different apartment in the same building mm-hmm. because we really loved Koreatown. And we looked at all these apartments in Koreatown. And I think I just couldn't believe some of the apartments that people showed me. Like I remember going into – and these are in these sort of – Koreatown is in Los Angeles was one of the first parts of L.A. to be central L.A. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of big, beautiful buildings from the teens, 20s, sure. and 30s. That are just trash now. 
And many of them are just trash. Yeah, but it's yeah. such a toss-up, too. It's like you go you, in some and you're like, this is a this, palace. It's incredible. A, yeah, the, yeah. a movie star probably lived here in the 20s. Like, <laughs> yes. and, the, and But yeah, then some are just like, oh, a weird dump that looks like it could be a set on Breaking Bad. Yeah, like, seriously. I looked at an apartment just before we bought our house uh, down the street, and it was a fucking amazing apartment. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, tweet, I posted something about it on Twitter about how amazing it was and how it had these round porthole wall safes and Gillian Jacobs from Community sent me an email. She's like, hey, I think you are looking at an apartment in my building. They literally do live in these buildings. <laughs> so, Actual movie stars. Yes. So I looked in an apartment at one point and it brought me in and it was a beautiful building. I mean, just a gorgeous mm-hmm. 30s building. I walk in to this apartment. There are holes in the concrete floor and there is I'm not shitting you about this. Graffiti on the walls. Uh, like spray God. paint graffiti on the walls. It was like hobo code? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the building it says no has. Fuck wall. If the wall. This is my fucking wall. <laughs> if the room is going to be for rent. Right? Yeah. Paint the wall. That is a $50 repair. Yeah, not a... Tops. Yeah. That's if you hire someone Dude, to I, paint over it. When I was looking for apartments, like, I don't know, I guess a year ago, when I, was, when I got my new place, uh, I looked at a place that was listed as one and a half bathrooms, and the half bathroom... Was a bucket. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a bathroom, the whole place. Uh, <laughs> you, both, live, you live in a giant bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So now I live in a bathroom. Both bedrooms are in the tub. Uh... And, uh, yeah, no, one of the bathrooms, the toilet didn't fit. It didn't fit in the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> like, to close the door, well, you just couldn't do that because the bathroom stuck. Well, who doesn't the love the toilet. shit with the door open? I certainly do. Yeah, it's like all right. A game. Where, where do you Am live? I going to have a girlfriend tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> where do you, so where do you live now? I live in Silver Lake. Okay. It's funny when you were talking about the, like, uh, yeah, I have sort of an ambiguously Eastern European, like, possibly dangerous landlord, mm-hmm. you know, who's like, where is rent? And I'm like, uh, it's coming. <laughs> I need uh, it now. Liam Neeson is after me. <laughs> Thinks I took his daughter. Very complicated. Okay, that's a little too much. Uh, I feel like I'm afraid of all landlords, especially since I listened to that one This American Life about the superintendent who was like a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and did you – have you heard – like I feel like every two or three months something insane happens at the uh, whatever hotel downtown, the Alexandria. Oh, a- I hadn't heard this. I is think, it like an SRO? A, uh, is it like a single room? Yeah, it's like rent by the hour type place yeah. to some of the rooms. They found literally a dead body in the water pipes. Oh, no. In the water pipes? Yeah, and like whatever, the water thing. There well, was I, a dead body. <laughs> I uh, blame the building superintendent. Sure. Yes. And yes. by building superintendent, I mean for the city of Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> there are a series I, of people I to think be blamed. They need to put no bodies in the water pipes in that code. <laughs> yeah, call me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm too old fashioned. Yeah, they should have at least gotten a B for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's Take what, him down a peg. Yeah, when you drive by one of those little hot dog stands that has the B on it, <laughs> that means there's a dead, dead body, body in, in the, the water hot pipes. Dog water. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. That's how they get their that's flavor. A, that's how you make literally any hot dog. Right. You just got to soak it in dead body water. <laughs> yeah. uh, but and I, what I, else did you? What else did you encounter on your? Oh, um, oh yeah. So, so this this little guy with this voice, and I know <laughs> oh, it's right. I know it's changing. So he so he doesn't have. Uh, a long distance plan. He doesn't go in for those bells and whistles. And right. I'm like, okay, well, is there a time I can come see the place? He's like, yes, well, let me know. The next <laughs> the next time you're in the neighborhood, I should let you know now that I do charge a 
$5 fee for my time and for answering your questions. <laughs> what? Wow! Does and he not want to rent this apartment? That was my thing. I just said, no thank you. The idea of handing this little guy $5, and I don't know, he could have been a huge man. Yeah, I'd I like, to, I like to imagine that he's enormous. Yes, yes, I, and I talk like this, yeah. I'm imagining he looks exactly like Wanda Sykes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Which like well-dressed, he has a little, <laughs> all well. white suit on. Wearing um, a Crank Yankers t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, she has Craig Yankers t-shirt under white tuxedo. Um, so yeah, so so the thought of giving this guy $5 was so creepy to me. Like I was used to dealing with creeps because I had been doing it for, you know, the weeks I had been looking for an apartment, but this was like the line. Like I I, I don't know, for some reason this was too much. Uh, yeah, $5 too much. Right, yeah, exactly. Why are and you just charging the me? Act of handing, I don't know, the it act of feels it dirty. feels weird. Um Here's five bucks. Will you answer my question? Answer questions? my question. Not just about the apartment, but about anything. <laughs> yeah. You want to know who really controls the banking industry? No, no. Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> I do have a long distance plan. Uh, right, exactly. In my undies. And now I have five dollars as well. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I can call. Uh, but no, I did. Uh, I I did find a uh, a very nice place, uh, a nice uh, a nice building from the twenties that someone has kept up. Uh, <laughs> God forbid the uh, kind of cool old fashioned thing is there's a little uh, there's a little clasp in the wall uh, by the stove and a wooden ironing board comes out which has a separate ironing board for the sleeves. You imagine like a fifties housewife uh-huh. soaking her feet. Cooking a roast and doing a little I, I bit have of the ironing. Exact same thing at my house. Do you have a Do you have a wooden ironing board? Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, it's 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 definitely the good version of the kind of old time building. So yeah, I'm really happy with it. Uh, do not know where my landlord is from, but he has a a, a very sweet, indeterminate accent. Azerbaijan. Nice. Yeah, probably Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, a very nice guy. Seems seems pretty normal. Uh, I think I had the. Um, he was kind of like grilling me when I got the apartment, and he asked me if I had had any pets, uh, and I said um, – and he's kind of been humorless up to this point. He's kind of just been like you know, looking me up and down. I get the impression that you know, when a young guy goes looking for an apartment in Hollywood, like everybody kind of thinks deadbeat automatically and like you know, really kind of grills you to find out whether or not you're an actual deadbeat. Um, oh, interesting. So yeah, so that's kind of the vibe I got from him. It was like, really, you know? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Hollywood yeah. just sucks. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood's a real yeah. shithole. <laughs> I was just thinking that driving through Hollywood the other it's day. It's awful. I was like, what are all these people doing here? <laughs> Get out of here! Oh, this is where all the pizza is. That's what I always think when I'm in Hollywood. So yeah, um, so yeah. Uh, so, but it took him. It's sort of like it took him a while to warm to me, and I think this is the thing that did it. It's like he's like, "As well, do you have any pets?" And I'm like, "I, I do have a cat." He's like, "Oh, we, we like kitty cats here. A lot of our tenants have cats." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, well great. If I move in, we'll just have a cat party." And he started to laugh, and I'm like, "Ah, I got it. I got this apartment." <laughs> so, oh uh, man, one time nice. we, the best landlord I ever had when I when I when Teresa and I moved in together in San Francisco. Uh, we lived in the Western Edition, mm-hmm. uh, right near the between the Fillmore and Hayes Valley. And um, we lived in this apartment building, and the reason we could afford it is because it was directly across the street from this very dangerous Mm -hmm. projects, um, where there were – there was at one point 
It seemed fine for a while, and then there was a murder string where, like, I think it was like fourteen people got murdered. And then did a hot dog like store open up? Six blocks. <laughs> they just needed they needed some bodies to marinate. It was crazy. Somebody like at one point there was literally like uh, four block four cops on every block mm-hmm. just standing there because there had been so many murders. Oof. They like to get them to stop, get everyone to stop murdering. Stop each other. murdering everyone. So anyway. Uh, but it was a really great apartment building managed by a guy named Lefty, uh, oh, no. who was who was just the funniest, weirdest man you could ever hope to meet. Uh, shaved bald head, um, sort of a I don't know. Like I feel like I never meet this kind of middle aged gay man in Los Angeles. Um, but just a sort of str- a man who who was very strange, very neat. And rode and like a folding bicycle, mm. um, and also maybe had a glass eye or something. There was something else sure. weird about him, something disconcerting about Lefty. But but the owner was this woman named Harriet, and it was like living in a dream. She loved me and Teresa. Harriet loved me and Teresa. Harriet lived somewhere an hour away, but she would drive in once a week in her Volvo. Hmm. She had an old Volvo, and she said. She, I remember when we moved in, she said, so do you have bicycles? And I said – and we said, yes, we do. And I said, you know, we have one car. I usually commute on bike. And she said, oh, that's wonderful. We don't need any more cars in this world. Oh. And, there, <laughs> yeah. there, and she had built like a place to keep your bicycles mm-hmm. in the into the house. <clears throat> oh, God, I loved Harriet. Adorable. If I could bring Harriet with me – and her husband, Bob, was very nice as well. <laughs> Bob sounds oh great. God. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Harriet has to be married to Bob. Also, drive a Volvo. Yes, but I I, um, I, I was oh, – it was just such a delight. And in San Francisco, as I was, Harriet is Japanese. Oh, and of course. it was just gorgeous. It was just the most wonderful oh, – it was so tremendous. And I, I ruined me for landlords forever. Like I had other good landlords, mm-hmm. but we had had this string of good landlords that when we had an asshole landlord, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I thought asshole landlords were a myth. Who, who, now, where, where did you finally land, Dave? I live uh, in Silver Lake near Rampart and Sunset. Okay. Uh, my The place that I lived before that – and my landlord's fine. I actually – I think it's insane that you've had a string of great landlords. I've had Until the one nice that made people. my pregnant wife cry several times. <laughs> oh. That wow. was that was the big meat-handed one. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, well, just the just... hands alone will probably do it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm scared of big hands, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, sure. well, um, why wouldn't you be? Uh, slap bef- you down quick as look at you. Yeah, there's a big, yeah. there's a big dick under there too. If I'm, uh... mm-hmm. yeah, if you listen to the, the kids, what they say, big ham dog. I do hands and yeah. If your dick's big, then your feet or whatever. Big hammy um. schwanz. <laughs> the place that I live before the place I live now. I had a very sort of well-to-do landlord. I think he was a dentist, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just a dick. He like he wasn't mean to me, but I like got bed bugs, and he was like, "Well, you know, good luck." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, cool, thanks for not helping." They put and, some uh, fluoride on there. <laughs> All right, dentist, <laughs> yes. you should be flossing more. You brought this on yourself. <laughs> Uh, Too much taffy, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, he was a wacky dentist. <laughs> sure. Steve Martin's character from Little Shop of Horrors. We should switch to aspartame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, he and, didn't uh, kill the bed bugs, but he put little braces on all of them. He did. I know Possible that's an orthodontist. Bed bugs look adorable. Is it possible braces. he was huffing? 
It is possible that he was huffing. A nitrous. I never once met him. It's possible he didn't exist. <laughs> it's possible he was a voicemail. Uh, I had to call. I had to call the people that come to your house and inspect your house. I had to call the house inspectors. Oh, because because uh, my the, landlord wouldn't fix shit. The big-handed landlord. Yeah, our ceiling was leaking, and he wouldn't do anything about it. I, I we called the fucking housing department yeah, and had the housing department guy come, and he's like, "Yeah, this is fucked. This is fucked. This is fucked. This is fucked. This is fucked." It's a profane building ne- inspector. N- needless to say, that did not improve our relationship with our landlord, but sure. it did get the stuff fixed. You don't live there anymore. No, thank God. But I do live next door. Unfortunately, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So he can glare at you while he's raking leaves. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely does his own raking, Jordan. Yeah, right, sure. Yeah. You got those the, big uh, hands. You're good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I moved pretty close to my uh, pretty close to my old house um, and felt a little bit bad about it. I'm like, oh, this is my, uh, you know. Feel bad about it. Why? Uh, I don't know. Like Maybe I'm not being adventurous enough. Maybe oh. I'm not going outside my comfort zone. I'm like, I oh, was maybe surprised this is that, a- you were, that you were looking at places on the east side of Los Angeles or the eastern part of Los Angeles. Sure. Um, because I have to – because I want to be close to all my precious gay bars. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Are you a big uh, gay bar guy? I love them. Really? No, I'm not really. I mean, I oh, do. Okay. I do enjoy a gay bar. I yeah. will say that I, I do. I do have. I think every, every self-respecting straight guy should have a favorite gay bar. I have a favorite gay bar. Wait, I what just is it? Hate most gay bars. Akbar. I love Akbar. Oh, Akbar's great. Yeah, I, li- uh, I like the Gold Coast. I don't know the Gold Coast. Gold Coast is uh, yeah, it's on on Santa Monica. I guess in fairness, I've I think Akbar's the only gay bar I've been to. I, yeah. I've been to a bunch of gay clubs and hated it. I just hate it. Costs. Like every time I've been to one, it cost fifteen bucks, and sure. the drinks were too much, and there were naked dudes, and that's fine. But I was just like, nothing is here. Nothing. Of this, this isn't is for, for me, me at all. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Right. I think when you say, you know, it's like, no, no, I'm not homophobic. I just hate loud club music. Yes, that's right. totally what it is. Which I think probably maybe makes you a little bit homophobic, I guess. But you know, uh, yeah. I, I was. <laughs> but no, the Gold Coast is great. Uh, every every fifth song is a misfit song. Oh. So uh, yeah, anyway. I, uh, I I went to the burger stand that you often tell me about mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, where the lady who makes your burger or who serves you your burger draws a little picture of you on the oh, plate. Oh yeah, and Irv's. I have to say, it delivered. Irv's is great. Oh yeah, definitely. Wait, they draw. Wait, what? Okay, so it's a nice. It, it's a. It's a. There's a nice sort of middle aged lady who takes your order. Um, and just is the smiliest woman you could ever hope to speak to and mm-hmm. order a hamburger from. <laughs> and when she gives you your burger on the plate, she serves it on a paper plate. She's drawn a little picture on it with her thing. And she says she writes a little message on there. One time uh, I was there with my buddy and uh, he paid. And the picture of me was <laughs> saying, thanks for the burger, sugar daddy. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's uh, Irv's on Santa Monica. It's always in danger of closing. I feel like I always see these like uh, save Irv's last month of Zer- of Irv's, and I think it's just a ploy to get a line around the block. Weird, but uh, but yeah, yeah, they're they're great. Uh, go there if you get a chance. Okay. Anyway, I I just wanted to say something nice, and you know. Plus, I can get all my Russian religious paraphernalia whenever I need it. Oh, sure, absolutely. Is so that there's what two at big advantages. No, that's just a cool advantage to Jordan's neighborhood. Oh, yes. You get easy access to gay bars and Russian Russian yeah. religious. So I'm I'm a little bit f- too far away from all that stuff to make it like a regular walk-in spot. Now, oh. right now, I'm uh, the ad for my apartment said Beverly Hills adjacent. 
So that's where I like to say that I live. I like to say I'm Beverly Hills adjacent. Well, I'm Beverly Hills adjacent then. I'm <laughs> sure. saying that. I mean, who uh, doesn't want to live in Beverly Hills? Oh, I you mean. You know what I mean? And, well, I mean, it's like an aspirational thing. It's like, to me, I'm like, hey, if I work a little bit harder, mm-hmm. if, sure. I, uh, if I start, uh, you know, blowing somebody who works for Brett Ratner. I mean, to be fair. That's what I do. If you. <laughs> If you go east from Beverly Hills, the next city is Los Angeles. Sure. So technically, it yeah. is adjacent to uh, yeah. Beverly Hills. Good lord, I hate that place. Be- Beverly Hills. Yeah, I can't. I. I mean, for, there are like crazy things there. There's a Maserati dealership. Which oh I, yeah. I just sort of thought they like flew that to you in a helicopter or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, but then also, I went through. I drove through Brentwood for the first time in my life recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never been there, and uh, and I rolled over a uh, – uh, sounds like I'm going to say a person. Uh, I rolled through a crosswalk, and like – have you been to Brentwood? It's so nice. It's incre- – like the Rite Aid has – is like the Rite Aid sign. They have go-go like dancers in the Rite Aid. Yeah, exactly. It's 15 bucks to go into the Rite Aid. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's, uh, like, it's like a weird – it's like a weird Disneyland version of a fancy suburb. Yeah. It totally is. It's basically like downtown Disney there. Yeah. yeah well, because lots of – I mean, the, among other things, one of the most popular architectural styles here in Los Angeles is called a storybook, <laughs> which is just this weird thing where in like the – I guess, I don't know, 20s through the 50s, they would just build houses that looked like sort of like – Hansel and Gretel. Hansel house. and Gretel or like tutory, like vaguely tutory. Well, that's true. That is what it feels like up there. And they're sort of canopied by trees. And then they have these really restrictive – There's a gingerbread house. Guys, do not eat the gingerbread house. <laughs> there is a witch there. <laughs> <laughs> Who will give you shit for it? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you mention living here but not having to go to Beverly Hills. It's like, you know, like, LA is pretty divided. It's like there's the cool parts and then there's the lame parts. And, the, you know, it's kind of spread out. And it's like, well, even if you live in the cool part, you might have to go for a job interview in the lame part. Or, you know, you're meeting somebody who lives in the lame part or something like that. And it's like, eh, you know, you don't have to go there, but sometimes sometimes you're forced to. And it's like, but it's like Beverly Hills or Brentwood. It's like, it oh, I've never even... had a reason. Like, that's never been on my radar. I guess I've driven by it, but no that's companies place... are there. So when you ever work, you know, right? Why? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I end up in those places for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is an estate sale. Mm-hmm. So I'll go oh, to an right. estate sale. It'll be in Brentwood. Yeah. In fact, I thought about going to it literally an estate sale in Brentwood today instead of doing this. Instead of doing this, <laughs> I was going to just be like, "Fuck it, guys." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm out of here. And the, they, they are selling three tons of gingerbread. The other thing. <laughs> Someone pushed the witch into an oven. The other Two thing kids. is. <laughs> Two kids. Yeah, they're on the lamb. A, a grandma passed, and it was only then that they found out her terrible secret. Mm. She was wolf. She, oh, okay. And she um, kept a body in the water. The, <laughs> the, the That's other, hot dog grandma you're talking yeah, about, right? Hot yeah, dog yeah, hot grandma. dog grandma. Hot dog grandma.com. The other reason is. <laughs> Is that our website? That's it's my website. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> the other reason uh, is, you know, for Bullseye, I often have to go to film screenings. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of uh, Los Angeles's film critics live in Beverly Hills because that's <laughs> the only place where they have fucking film screenings. Oh, sure, it'll be at some to. weird office. Just in some, yeah, just a weird theater and a weird office. And the, really, the good kind 
has red vines. Mm-hmm. There's a good one. That's the one with red vines. You can, as many red vines as <laughs> you want. Or those little and, tiny uh, Mr. Good bars. Yeah, but I can't have yeah. those little tiny Mr. Good bars. Are you anti-chocolate? The other, I can't, I can't eat chocolate. He's it's uh, a migraine trigger. So the only- He's the, anti-gay and he considers Mr. Good Chuck, bar. Yeah. Super it's, gay. He thinks it's gay code. The, Why's it gotta be Mr.? The other one, <laughs> the other one is- those fruity Tootsie Rolls. Oh, so, okay. you don't like I'm those? A big fan. It's a weird candy. Yeah. Okay. I no, don't I trust it. it. I think I'm probably unique in liking those, but oof. I I'll like them. them. I, I kind of like them, but I don't trust them. They I always feel weird when I'm eating them. Like, because if you're. You are anti If you were going to poison a candy, it would be that. <laughs> mm, <laughs> That's sure. true. I do like the taste of them. In fact, I, now that you mentioned it, I actually like everything about them except <laughs> that I something about them I don't trust. I guess they do seem sort of like from another world. It yeah. seems like, is this, what'd you do to the Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. It seems like it's just, it's a brand extension that no one wanted. It just, they needed something else to constitute a variety pack. Where do you even get them? Do you get them at a can? Halloween. Yeah. You I, just stock up. Or you this just... one screening room. Yeah, sure. Right. That's bizarre. Where are these screening rooms? Are they just like in like they're strip in malls just with no a weird office buildings? I swear Where? to God, I go to I go to more movies in office buildings than I do in movie theaters because my my life as a man with a two year old child and a pregnant wife includes almost no going <laughs> to movie theaters. But includes, that sentence almost didn't make sense to me. I <laughs> I pulled it together at the end, yeah. but but I have to go to regularly go to a movie in a weird office building. It's so crazy. They're usually pretty comfy. Comfy really? chairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's a shitty theater, but it's pretty comfortable. Yeah. Sound, sounds bad. Comfy chairs. Good yeah, temp. Small screen. Good temp. That is a nice temp. Yeah. I'm not, I have no complaints about the temp. <laughs> I'm just saying. Once could, would it kill you to have one of them in Pasadena? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like a movie theater? It takes me an hour to drive to Beverly Hills. Not as a hyperbole. From my house, it takes an hour, sometimes more. Yeah. That's my main problem with Hollywood. The, like, I hate. I think uh, we could. Is there a way to just take the Hollywood part of L.A. and I don't mean the in the grand. So sense. you wanted to round them up, round them like up, pop stars. Like pop stars. Yeah, sure. Put them in concentration camps. Yeah, yeah. And then mass murder them. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's problem Dave, solved. Continue. Dave, with do my... you own a do you own a stereo repair store? Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, there is a question has been killing me. What country are you from? <laughs> Ross, what is that? Such an ambiguous uh, name. Uh, uh, can we go to a break? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, I'll say I'm from this. Kenya. I'll say this. I feel like I feel like the 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 shitty eyesore places of a city make you appreciate the good places a lot more. Absolutely. It'll make you, oh, good. I'm sure glad I don't live by that. <laughs> yeah, that terrible pizza place and that store that only sells stripper clothes. <laughs> dude, dude, I moved out of my last apartment because uh, there's a comedian named Mike Burns. You know him, sure. I imagine. Yep. He, uh, you know, just sitting in his car with his girlfriend got stabbed on my street. Oh, no. He just got stabbed twice yeah. on my street. Moldova? Uh, I'm from Moldova. Um which Are you is... looking up the origin of Dave's last name? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just taking a few guesses. Oh, okay. As to where the American TV repair gentleman Malta. Oh, what about are... Malta? Oh, okay. Moldova seems because he sounds like the villain from Ghostbusters too, and that's where that guy was from, right? <laughs> Slovenia. No, he was from uh, Ali McBeal. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think he could be a Cypriot? 
He could be a Cypriot. He's from Cyprus. You think he's from Jesse, Turkish there's no, Cyprus? There's no, there's no need to use slurs. <laughs> it's probably just Welsh. Probably just Welsh. My best guess is that he he's Welsh. He could just be from Alabama, right? That's a good point. Yeah. He could be a bammer. Yeah. Roll Tide, you know? Yeah. Ask right. him Ask him who has the best barbecue. Hook him horns, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Does he like... Ask him if he likes his barbecue with a sauce or a dry rub. And then he totally loses the accent. Yeah. Dry rub. Dry, dry rub. rub. Oh, yeah. easy, yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, I, uh, more knobs, <laughs> yes, more... Violence. FM. Hatred. AM. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Ross, American TV repairman. <laughs> hey, Jesse, we got a Jumbotron message this week. Oh, I'd love to hear about it. Well, okay. Uh, our Jumbotron this week is from Local Legends. It's a black and white Woody Allen-style comedy about a small-time entertainer in Manchester, New Hampshire. Written and directed by prolific songwriter Matt Farley, who has released 13,000 songs. Seems like too many. I know. Uh, <laughs> um... Who are you, Elvis Costello or Rancid? This movie chronicles the adventures of a creative person uh, working far from New York or L.A. Uh, watch the movie Local Legends at the uh, Monturn Media YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash Monturn Media. That's M-O-N-T-E-R-N-M-E-D-I-A, all one word. Hey, as we record this, we are preparing to take an international flight to the great nation of Europe. And do shows amongst the people of that great nation, from Slovenia to Andorra mm-hmm. to who knows what. <laughs> yeah. We should get that guy. To, he'll show us around. <laughs> sure. Maybe. <laughs> who knows? Oh, he's lived in France, I guess. He did live in France for two years. Who knows where, he, who knows where this guy's lived? I like this guy. This is my guy. Okay, here's the deal. We are at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, August 22nd at the Pleasant at the Pleasance Theater. August 22nd at the Pleasance Theater. So if you're going to be at Edinburgh then, come see us along with our friend Graham Clark mm-hmm. from the hit podcast, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Matt Ricardo, variety artist extraordinaire, who's going to do an amazing trick for us. And uh, the beautiful and hilarious Ms. Tig Notaro. Sounds like a real powerhouse lineup. Yeah, I just spoke to Tig Notaro. She's in. Great. Tig is in, one of the funniest people around. Okay. That's number one. Number two, London, England. Have you heard of this place, Dave? No. no. They got these policemen. You're not going to believe them. (laughs) Anyway. With the hats. Now I know this place. We're doing Jordan, Jesse, Go. We should have mentioned the hats first. (laughs) Yeah. We're doing Jordan, Jesse, Go in International Waters August 25th at the Phoenix. And Jordan is going to be hosting International Waters this Mm -hmm. time around. We thought we'd change things up. What? Uh, I don't know this. I don't know this thing. This is our comedy culture, pop culture quiz mm. in which a team of two Americans, one of whom is going to be me, uh, one of whom is going to be someone else, uh, will take on a team of two Englanders or uh, Britainers yeah. or in some cases United Kingdomers or occasionally a Commonwealthers. Sure. It gets complicated over there. Scots, Canadians, Canies. Once in a while. Well, last time we did it, last time we have done it Canada versus the United Mm -hmm. States before. We did it, we had two Americans last time against two Britons. Or was it one Briton and one Welsh? Hard to say. Can't remember. They all look the same. They do. They really do. Their close set eyes. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, August 25th. I'm making up racisms. August 25th at the Phoenix in London. Please buy your tickets now and come out. We're flying six or 7,000 miles uh, to come be yeah. with you guys. We're really the looking forward to it. The least you can do is it. come hang out. I just thought of a bit that we're going to do on the show, by the way. Hmm. Fun facts about castles. Oh, great. <laughs> so you can look there forward to that, There are lots of guys. castles out there. It is just the TV show Castle, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to get up on the would Jumbo you, Tron, Would you describe the romantic tension as will they, won't they? <laughs> I like that you guys refer to episodes of Castle as castles. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, dude, what's your favorite castle? <laughs> dude, I caught like six castles this weekend. Fucking uh, binge watched them. made it rain castles, man. <laughs> If you want to get on the Jumbotron, that's you uh, doing like this to castle DVDs <laughs> slash Jumbotron. <laughs> they love it. Um, and if you want to sponsor any of our shows here at MaximumFun.org for you or your business, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll talk to you in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Dave Ross, American TV Repairman. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice. Jordan? Jesse. I want to say one thing. Mm hmm. Which is that people should go to MaximumFun.org slash 1,000 cones mm-hmm. with the numbers so that they can see our sweet new 1,000 cones video. That sounds like a great way to spend a couple minutes. It is fucking tremendous. And don't just watch it. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on your fucking Twitter. Send it to your favorite fucking bloggers. Don't Send we- it to your congressman. Yeah, absolutely send it to your congressman. Send it to your senator. Mm-hmm. Not just a House representative. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Let's run this thing and up the And women. Yeah. Fuck them, too. 1992, Year of the Woman. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. In Congress? Well, I think that's referring to Murphy Brown. That's <laughs> oh, when Murphy sorry. Brown was really good. Shit, send it to Candace Bergen. See what she has to say. Mm-hmm. Send it to her father, Edgar Bergen, the famous mannequin guy. <laughs> what is that called? Ventriloquist. <laughs> mannequin guy. Yes, ventriloquist. ventriloquist. <laughs> the legendary. Eldon the painter. Legendary <laughs> mannequin fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what this. Send it to Jody from today's special. Sure. A show about a mannequin that comes to life at nighttime in a department store. <laughs> Dave, what, don't, what Sorry, don't you know? Dave. Well, I don't know. It's fine. I don't know uh, some of these references, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the video is you're talking about. It just sort of seems like you're just telling people to fuck each other. <laughs> and I'm well, a yes, big I'm... advocate of that. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> we love it when people fuck each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it keeps so things we, going, creates new listeners. We I'm, thinking a... <laughs> about, I'm thinking about creating a bus just for that. We fuck did. bus? Yeah, or bang bus. I no, don't even no, really like worked fuck it out. Bus, no, right? fuck bus is better. We'll be the fuck bone bros. Bus. <laughs> yeah, Call I like it. Bone. I like it. Bone bus. Yeah. Bone bus. We'll be the reality emperors, you and me. <laughs> oh. Jordan, if you call it a... Can I suggest something? Sure. If you call it a bone bus... You could, you could kill just have people. paleontologists inside. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> all these that's, guys get on. All these like, exactly. all these fucking bros get on. They're like, yeah, aw, Dino, oh, dinos man. all day, dick all night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be like this. Yeah, aw, yeah. <laughs> Once they realize how cool dinosaurs are. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, well, I'm not fucking, but Dude, the bone bus. Yeah. They were hoping to see some titties, but <laughs> at the very least, they got to see an ankylodon. <laughs> Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. Yeah. Thank you. 
You th- I think you confuse Glyptodon and Ankylosaurus, which are uh, two similar-looking an- animals. You they both what? have armor plates, but Thanks one's a, million, a mammal and Dan one's a reptile. <laughs> okay, here we go. What I, well, I will explain it to you, Dave. Uh, sure. We crowdfunded a thousand ice cream cones, the purchase price of a thousand ice cream cones, and enough money for us to make a little movie of us giving away a thousand ice cream cones. Oh, we wow. went to Denver and made a really, really cool. You guys will really like it. It's, I think it's, I'm, it's probably the most proud I've ever been of a video product that we've made. I think it really came out great. Did you give them all to the same person, or was it to different? We did yeah, one fat one, one yeah. super fat. Oh man, guy. he must have been super happy. Yeah, he was, and, and it was Kobayashi, the famous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the famous hot dog eater. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he dunked I, them in water before he ate them. Go to maximumfun.org. Yeah, well, go in. <laughs> go to maximumfun.org/slash <laughs> one thousand cones, or find it on Facebook on our Facebook mm-hmm. page. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go and share that shit because that's a fucking priority. Sorry, I feel like I derailed sure. the whole show, but that's okay. It comes out this week, and I just want people to do that. And also, we're going to take we're going to have to take a week off because we're going to be in England. So I just want people to know that that's a fun thing to do. But spend that extra week watching our One Thousand Cones video over and over. I'm just saying, we got those calls lined up, Brian. Okay, let's let's take our first momentous occasion call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I work in retail, and because of that, I see a lot of kids throw tantrums when their mom or dad won't buy them something. I saw one the other day, and it turned out to be something incredible. A little girl, like nine years old, was throwing a tantrum because her mom wouldn't buy her a nine-volt bat, nine-volt battery. Um, and then something weird happened. After all the screaming and crying and whining and tears, and it was clear her mom was not going to buy her this battery, her demeanor just totally changes. She looks at her mom and says, when I get my battery, I'll show you. I'll show everyone. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Immortal power. Plug it in. Wow. Yeah. This wow. Is a, this Burgeoning is... supervillain. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like that he said he gets he works in retail, so he gets to see a lot of these temper tantrums. Then it's about a 9-volt battery. Like, he could – I've only worked in retail at a Macy's before. Mm-hmm. And when I worked at Macy's – I didn't see a lot of tantrums, but I guess these tantrums are happening across the retail industry. You'd think they'd be focused on toy stores and maybe grocery stores, Mm -hmm. but I guess if you're at the Pottery Barn. I want that that satay. Our house needs more wicker, says the little kid. Maybe this guy works at a 9-volt battery store. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, they're everywhere. Just give me one. No, Why did we come in here? We're just here to look. We're just here to look. We come here every week, Mom. When I get my 9-volt battery, I'll show you. I'll show them all. I just want to lick something to impress my friends. That's got to be the reason, right? Yeah, she wants to do the – well, maybe the kid's just looking to create a disaster preparedness kit. That's what I think it is. I think it's about the fire alarm. Yeah, so so the kid wants – the kid wants, yeah, a 9-volt battery, uh, some little Vienna sausages – and oh, uh, totally. and like one of those electric spam. blankets where you have to break the chemical thing to warm it up. Yeah, lots of toilet paper. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> flashlight. Yeah, no, I you think... know the kids just into kids into being ready. You know, seismograph. Mm-hmm. Seems like if the kid wants a nine volt battery, then there's something probably really really awesome that that nine volt battery goes in. Right. Yeah. Like I don't Pokemon. Know. 
I'm going to side with the butthole. kid, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, butthole. Yeah, in your butt. Totally. <laughs> kid's supposed to shove it up his butt. <laughs> wow, talk about stimulating your prostate. <laughs> yeah. Give it a little Give it a little jolt. Uh, we here at Jordan and Jesse go, want everyone to fuck each other. Everyone. <laughs> and Even you, the kids. Yeah. And if you can't find anybody to fuck, at least shove a nine volt up your butt. <laughs> go to the battery store. Sure, go to the- Yell at your mom and that'll do it. That'll do it. Well, uh, what, we got how many more calls we got? We got two more calls. Let's ru- let's run one out, Sonny D. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hello, uh, other person. Uh, this is uh, Tomas from Portland. And uh, I was just driving, and I saw some graffiti on a stop sign. And it said non, and then there was the stop sign, and then it said uh, anal. So <laughs> non-stop anal. Yeah. I thought that was the best uh, stop sign graffiti I've seen. So, thanks, guys. And uh, maybe next year the model could be nonstop anal because I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Tomas, everybody. Uh, Yeah. My new catchphrase in stand-up is going to be, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then then at some point you'll get so famous you'll be doing – Non-stop anal. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be be doing a theater in the round. You have a headset mic like Dane Cook and you won't even have to say it. You'll just – you know, you'll say one of your punchlines. It's like – And that's when she fucked me. I I like that. that. Totally. And then as the credits roll yeah. uh, of my first in the round special, mm-hmm. um, which by the way is called Nonstop Anal, sure, because um, it's all day, mm-hmm. it's twenty four hour show. Wow, I meet show. that man as the credits roll down. Is that Tomas what you mean? Oh, me. yeah. Is that what you mean when you say in the round? Anal, yes. <laughs> yeah, right in the round. <laughs> yeah, and then I put it in the round. No condom. <laughs> yeah, just like an outside the box production of our town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> In the round. I want to know, like, I love. <laughs> I love it when I st- <laughs> somehow that was too much for me. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I was. I was, I was with you, though. For, for the past twelve years, I've been with you. On this. Like, yeah. <laughs> and somehow I was against. <laughs> that it's was weird too how much for me. Oddly That's connected. Fair. These we found the line. Are. We found the line. We've been friends for a really long time, and you've oh, never well. lost me that way. <laughs> well, is the podcast over? <laughs> is this the last episode? <laughs> I think this is the end of Jordan. Just, <laughs> yeah, we've had a good run. Hopefully, <laughs> people will remember us. <laughs> Dave likes. It. You want to start a podcast? I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, people will remember us for the ice cream thing. Sure. <laughs> Not for that sound effect. <laughs> well, I think people couldn't see my finger gesture too right that's maybe oh man people are probably wondering like oh why is he getting so freaked out about this it was a very it was I a think dis- it's because we're imagining a nine volt battery going into someone's ass <laughs> 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 well, again let's be I clear like, I like, I like that, that. <laughs> non-stop anal <laughs> this is even better if you imagine that pitch man from robocop <laughs> saying all this <laughs> the guy who says i'll buy that for a dollar <laughs> right let's take another call before this all goes completely <laughs> off the rails you know what it's off the hey, rails george from chicago i uh, just adopted a beagle puppy and uh, i've been crate training her the enclosure she has is a, a wire divider to limit her crate uh, while she's still small and so while i was gone she somehow pooped into the empty half of the crate uh, i believe that's called the prestige thanks <laughs> the prestige Wow, that was all a, butt stuff, man. Not a butt. Well, 
It's Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> a lot it's of a, butt stuff on this show. Yeah, uh, and it's anal August, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's anal yeah. August. That's a good I don't know point. if you've driven by the I, pleasure chest on Santa Monica. I'm a big fan of anal tober. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love well, that's the... when you can go to the beer garden and get a, <laughs> get a sausage right? and a nice uh, <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Did you and see a nice this Grolsch to put up there? <laughs> Speaking of anal August, did you see this nice this nice young woman on Twitter mm-hmm. whose name I'm gonna I may be misremembering this maybe named Lauren mm-hmm. uh, was concerned she wasn't gonna make it into the Viddy JJ Go contest mm-hmm. by the end of anal August, which is the deadline. Sure, um, and she sent a couple <laughs> a still. From her, and you can see it with the hashtag JJGo on Twitter. She sent a still of uh, an animatic she was making for an animated version of a Jordan Jesse Go clip for the video JJGo contest. I think it's going to be great. That's amazing. Yeah. She said she might not make it in time for anal August. I say, you know, get some uh, Asian teens to to work on it (laughs) in Asia where they make cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'll take it whenever. If you make something really good, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm a softie. If you make something really good, I had, I'm a softie. I, I had an accident in the war. <laughs> if you make something really good, I'll probably send you some shit in the mail. Like if it's really good. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. If it's not just some dumb bullshit. Yeah. If you're going to crochet us a rocket ship, I'm going to send you some crap in the mail. Just, yeah, guys, get on it. Don't worry about deadlines. I mean, do worry about the deadline. Yeah, you should. If you you're going to do a B minus job, you should hope that's that you true. get it in before Just the deadline. Just be real with yourself. Think is is this a B minus or is this an A above that? I I'll tell you what's an A. An A is you get your your kid brother who looks like he's maybe twelve, <laughs> and you get him to portray one of the characters, and you get your family dog to play my dog in a dramatic reenactment, <laughs> drunk history style. <laughs> that's an A, but. There's a lot of ways to get to an A. Yeah. Try and have the production values of Drunk History, Justine. too. Justine is this young woman's name, by the way. Sonny D corrected me on this. Thank you, Justine. Good work. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Ross, straight up racist. <laughs> really? Just straight up? Yeah. No chaser. That's all I am. You're not one of these ironic comedy racists. No, no. I hate black people. Hmm. Also- And let's be clear. You're not just making occasional stereotype. It's a full-on hatred. I want to round them up. Okay, Mm -hmm. I can't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Dave is a sweet guy. I've never seen him say a negative thing about an ethnicity. It's really good. Yeah. Thank you. And Doran. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, well, they're sheep fuckers. Sure, exactly. Yeah, a bunch of sheep fuckers. Close set eyes. Andorra. Close set eyes. You don't like oh! Dorans. Jordan. Can I? What, I okay. left out a really, really important part, apartment looking for story. Okay. Let's say, well, this is quick. This is quick. This is very quick. This is very quick. I was looking at this place. Uh, it, it was this giant building downtown. I did the idea of living downtown is kind of fun to me. It's kind of cool. It's this big building that looks like – on the inside, it looked like um, like a boutique hotel. It had like all these fluorescent lights and, uh, and stuff like that. So, you Wait, know – hold on. Yeah. You're describing a CVS. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, it was, the, it was the midpoint between boutique hotel and CVS. Okay, great. It had all these like purple lights and, you sure. know, it's just the, the okay. tackiest thing in the world It's inside. like a virgin air. 
airline flight. Yes, yes, yes exactly, exactly. This was the Virgin American airplane of apartment buildings. And they showed <laughs> okay. me the demo unit, which was like, you know, super small, all just like concrete. It looked like, you know, the box that they put you in in prison. It's got a plastic neon bed. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And they had decorated it kind of, uh, you know, in just kind of this obvious way. They had one of those, you know, those like Italian liquor posters that college kids have. Sure. They had right. one of those up. And they had all this, this stuff around trying to make it look cool or something. But the one thing they had that I don't think they understood how loaded it was was they had one of uh, like a, a bust of a human head and the human head had the phrenology lines oh on it. Oh my God. Like something Leonardo Arno DiCaprio's character from Django would have. I've seen a lot of reproduction phrenology heads recently too. Yeah. Let's all get on the same page about this. <laughs> That was not just a weird medical history thing. It was also a horrible racist thing. (laughs) It was a combination of those two things. Yeah. What? Granted, not purely a weird racist thing. It just had a lot of weird. But I mean, you could say the same thing about eugenics, and you wouldn't have a eugenics poster on your wall. (laughs) So weird. A ranking of the purest races, for example. Yeah, where do you? Who's selling those for? uh, Do you get those at Urban Outfitters? Is that like an impulsive? You can get them at Urban Outfitters, or like yeah, like a sharper image or whatever. Very weird. The sharper image one is a tie rack, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it works. You mean for phrenology, for phrenology purposes. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, to find out yeah. <laughs> whose skull has an unusual yes. amount of space dedicated to shiftiness. It turns out it's the Andorans. Yeah, <laughs> turns out. And the sheep fucking area of that skull is <laughs> yeah. enormous. Yeah. Usually, like, the average person has a very small sheep fucking center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andorra, anyway. though. Well, Jordan, I appreciate you sharing that Thanks, information guys. with us. Um, I know we're trying to wrap it up. Dave, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, thanks for having me. This Ter- fun. Terrified is your new hit podcast. Yes, Terrified. I bet you can find it online at Nerdist.com or free in iTunes. Absolutely. Is that all correct? You guessed it. That's what, all what, correct. Why is it called Terrified? Tell us real quick. I, uh, I interview people about uh, what they don't like about themselves, uh, what scares them, anxieties, and yeah, like if they hate themselves. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Do people – Now, I bet you're it's in some cases talking to comedians. I have, up to this point, only interviewed comedians. I want to interview musicians and artists and stuff. Like, But you don't know where they hang out. I don't know those. <laughs> Hard to say. I don't know those types. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I've interviewed mostly comedians. And so though they have generally uh, either said they hated themselves or alluded to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think you'll find that many comedians that don't. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. And the show's 10 minutes long. No, I don't think that'll happen. Okay, well, this sounds like a fun program. Thank you. I'll look forward to listening to it. Thank you very much. Probably poach you from Nerdist. What do you think of that? That sounds great. <laughs> suck, on that, suck on that, Hardwick. <laughs> yeah. I say that to him every day. <laughs> <laughs> just before you start the show. But suck on that, Hardwick. But that's yeah. just because Chris Hardwick's a handsome man. I mean, he if is. he's going to go down on you, what are you going to say? No? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. And I do. Yeah, it sounds like fun. <laughs> that's how you get on Nerdist. <laughs> Ooh, you, do, you do not want to know what you have to do to get on Earwolf. <laughs> You have to fuck both Sklar brothers, I think. Is <laughs> yeah, the old Sklar double team. <laughs> um, Sonny D on the boards, back. Happy to hear your father's improved. Um, it sounded like a, a scary time, so glad to glad to hear that he's he's much improved. We heard he was up and uh, up and being his old self much sooner than he probably should have been. Um, so very happy to hear that. 
we won't talk to you next week. We're on our way to Europe. Um, and you know what? Can I say one thing? Please. Don't fucking correct me and say the United Kingdom isn't in Europe. Number one, it is. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten that too. Come on, people. Number one, it fucking is. Yeah. So don't give me Are that shit. Are telling you that? Yes, because they're like, oh, continental Europe, and it's an island, and, mm. da, 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 and we call Europe the rest of Europe. Like, go fuck yourself. You're part of Europe. <laughs> You're in the European Union, oh, for God's sake. people in the UK are saying that they're not yes. in Europe? Yes, they oh, are in geez. Europe. It's one of the continents. It's on maps. <laughs> what are they in? Astralasia? The, yes. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. Hard to say. Anyway, don't, I'm just people saying, on the internet just like see. to correct. They it's do. fun for them yes. for some reason. <laughs> I yep. can't imagine. Hate themselves. Lots of yelling on the internet. Yeah. Sorry about that. By the way. Oh no, that's not what I meant. Oh, you weren't talking about when comments. I was actually literally, literally yelling yeah. just now. Uh, I meant the figurative yelling. I, yes, on the YouTube. all caps. Uh, <laughs> yes, the all caps. Oh, too much caps. Yeah. Well, Dave Ross, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. By the way, thanks to the guy who uh, made the video of a burlesque dance set to that song. A lot of fun. Um, that's just that's like a special thing just made specifically for Jordan. <laughs> um, we will talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.